0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. If you could see me right now, you would probably be laughing. I am in San Diego with my family and it's hard to record podcasts on the go. Doable, but hard. So I am sitting on the floor to get everything all set up right cuz I don't have a room with like a perfect desk and got the microphone and but we're here and I am here with you guys today. Um we've been doing a lot of traveling which is weird because of COVID but I came to San Diego like a month ago to visit my friend it was a separately planned trip and then my husband had a five-day certification program that actually was still being put on and so he um came here for that and so I flew with my nanny and my kids like a couple days after he started his program so that we could come and meet him and we're going to the zoo tomorrow all that fun stuff but We have had these like a lot of trips and so it's kind of been interesting. I am I used to travel a lot like last year, but then I didn't because of COVID and now I'm like, okay, now I remember, you know, on the go, you have to be so on top of content because doing things like recording podcasts is a little bit harder. So anyways, if you could see me right now, you would definitely be laughing. But isn't this one of the gifts of having a online remote business and all of that? So it's amazing. Today, what we're going to talk about is maximizing your sales and retargeting so this is step five of the hirsch process um, the final step of the five-step process where what you look at really is maximizing all of the follow-up that you have going on in your funnel so after somebody gets through those first few steps whether it's a webinar or a video series or an application um, whatever that is now if you are a physical product or a slow funnel, then you're starting right with the sales and retargeting. Although I shouldn't say slow funnel because that first product is oftentimes just just lead generation. Um, So, With this, this is going to be after you have a lead and they've already been pitched an offer. Whether that is a digital product offer, a physical product offer, a service offer, this is where you're really trying to close that sale. And we're going to talk about maximizing that retargeting and those sales strategies, all right? So the first thing to make sure of and it sounds basic but most of the time people are lacking in this area is to make sure you have enough follow up in place. That you have an ecosystem of follow up whether it's emails, retargeting ads, social media posts if it's a live launch where people cannot misunderstand what you're selling that it's for sale right now and ideally that there's some form of urgency Connected to that sale. Oftentimes, I see people think they've talked about what they're selling enough. And they're like, people, everybody knows, you know, I've sent out two emails or I have this one follow up email or these two follow up emails after my webinar. So I think people, you know, already know what I sell and I talk about it and I'm afraid to talk about it more. And really, though, people don't pay attention to you as much as you think they do. So you most of the time need more follow up than you think you do like probably double so if you have a sales period and a promo period after your webinar let's say it's five days where there is either an open cart or a price discount or a bonus or something there that you want people to take advantage of which I recommend having that's one of the ways that you maximize your sales and retargeting is you have some form of urgency attached to it so you have some way that somebody's like they are really motivated to take action and not wait around for weeks and weeks. And so you've got to push that action, okay? During that period, I would have for sure, very specific retargeting ads running, which we will talk about more. I would also have an email at least every day, maybe multiple times, especially towards the end where the promo is ending or the cart is closing or whatever that discount is, bonus disappearing, whatever that urgency pushes. So making sure you have enough follow-up in place. What I also see sometimes is people focus on really heavily on their lead generation and they focus on getting people in the webinar, getting them to see the offer or getting them to fill out the call application or the sales application. And then they don't put effort into this piece and they jump to a whole different strategy instead. When in, when instead, and the better thing to do would be to maximize fully on this strategy that you have and really build out your sales and your retargeting so that it is very thorough, very good the messaging goes deep it hits on objections and somebody cannot miss and misunderstand that this offer is for sale it's for sale now here's why they should buy it and this is what it's going to do for them so the first step is making sure you have enough follow-up email follow-up emails retargeting anything that you are staying top of mind especially during this promo period the next point is that you can improve your sales conversion by improving your messaging around your offer or improving your strategy that leads to your sales. So if you're struggling, so let's say you have a sales funnel, you're getting webinar registrants, you're getting those webinar registrants to actually watch your webinar and show up to that webinar, but you are not getting them to buy. So you have a gap with your actual sales piece. Now, if you're not getting sales, the place to really look is your messaging. There is most likely a a misunderstanding or a gap where the lead is getting that far and then you're not successfully communicating to the lead why they should buy right now. A lot of times what happens is people talk about what the offer is, so they'll talk about like it has 20 modules and it has, you know, bonus calls and, you know, information about this and this, but they don't talk about what that offer does for them. And what you have to remember is people really don't care about what's in the offer. They care about what that information will actually do for their business or their life or their health or whatever it is. So if your sales is not converting and you are getting the leads, that's an important piece. You can't say it's not converting if you're not getting the leads to prove it's not converting. So in this case, you'd be getting the leads. People are looking at your offer. They're hearing your sales pitch and it's not converting. What you should look at is your messaging around your offer as the first thing. So that's the first thing I said. So your messaging. Are you clearly articulating the benefits of the product? What it's going to do for their life, for their business, for their health? Why they should buy it now? Really hitting on those pain points that that person is experiencing as they are listening or reading about your offer. Are you hitting those? Most likely there's room for you to go deeper. The other Part B component to this is improving the strategy that leads into your sales. So what do I mean by that? I mean that typically you would have a lead up to that strategy. So that could be a webinar. It could be a challenge. It could be a video series. The content in that in that strategy, so the, the actual webinar itself or the videos in the video series or the challenge or the way that you have people participating in whatever it is could use improvement in order to Position the sale better. So a common mistake people make is the strategy leading up to the sales overwhelms the individual going through the the experience and then they don't buy. They get way too many of their questions answered and they feel like they have a list of things to go implement and so then they don't buy the actual offer. So that's a common mistake and so you have to even back it up and look at the strategy leading up to the sales to make sure that is positioning your offer in the best way possible and so what you want that to do that content whether that's webinar you know video series like I said or challenge you want that content to support the offer and actually make them feel like by the time they get to the offer that it's their next step and they really really need it and so you know we're we're preparing right now for a launch I just recorded a lot of the content for it and what, what an important piece that I went through in all of the content was making sure that the video series correlated with the webinar and that the webinar was a perfect lead up to the offer. And we spent a lot of time thinking through the messaging of what does somebody need when they're scrolling the Facebook feed and they're going to sign up for this video series. What does that person then need after they go through video one, after they go through video two, like what's the next progression, video three, okay, the webinar and then the course that I'm selling has to be the next progression. And sometimes we mess this up, we overwhelm the lead, we give them too much to do. We're not attracting them with the same problem that our offer solves. So that's a common one too. People will have a disconnect. They'll be attracting somebody at this stage of their life or business when their offer solves a different stage. And they have this disconnect of people coming in and then they're not converting to their offer because they're attracting the wrong person through the front end. So, If your sales is not converting, the two things to look at really right now are your messaging, how you're positioning the offer, are you really focused on the benefits, the hook, and also the pain points that that person is experiencing or is it the strategy leading up to that offer that's not necessarily putting it in the right place and is not really um, successfully laying the foundation for your offer and that being something that's like an obvious next step for them. I am so excited to let you in on my secret podcast series, low ticket, high reward, turning micro products into macro profits. Inside the secret podcast series, you'll get access to a private podcast feed where there are three mini episodes that will show you exactly how to create a self liquidating offer strategy that will 100% pay for your ad spend and turn your high ticket funnel into a premium lead generation machine for your main offer visit monetizemyads.com to get access to the series right now through your own secret URL How else we maximize sales and um, sales and retargeting is we incorporate strategic retargeting ads So I don't just mean here's a common way that people do their their sales ads is they'll have one So they'll have a webinar and they'll have one generic sales ad and it'll be like this course is open make sure you sign up before it expires or go and fill out your application whatever you know whatever it means or let's say it's a product business okay it's just straight to that product which is good we want that sales ad but we can get much more granular by having sales ads i would consider replay ads like to a webinar in this category abandoned cart ads application ads abandoned application ads testimonial ads all the different places that you want somebody to take action after they have that initial touch point, you should be retargeting. So if someone lands on your sales page and doesn't buy, you can have a specific ad for them with a video. If somebody goes all the way to your checkout page, same thing. If somebody signs up for your webinar and doesn't watch your webinar, why don't you retarget them back to the webinar so we can really get them to hear that content and hear that pitch? Because the likelihood of them buying if they do that shoots up tremendously if you have a physical product and you know people are making it to your website or making it to your offer sales page but not buying retarget them with abandoned cart ads or maybe they even bought one product and you want to retarget them to buy more to increase your average cart value so really think through what are all the ways that I can get people either back to my offer to buy more of my offer or to take the next step in the customer journey right so if I sign up for a webinar and I don't attend, the next step for me is I need to watch the webinar. So I'd have an ad for that. If I sign up for a webinar, I attend the webinar, I make it to the sales page, but I don't buy, the next step is I need to buy. Same with if I make it to the cart page. And then when you create that those ads and that content, keeping in mind, how do I speak to those people based on where they are at? in their customer journey. So I know if somebody makes it all the way to a sales page and they don't buy, then they need to, to have their objections knocked down. Obviously, it wasn't a priority for them for whatever reason. They're doubting the investment. They lost interest on out of, you know, lack of time to buy. They don't have the urgency because if they want it, they would have bought it, right? So I need to push them over the edge. So speaking to objections, showing testimonials of people who maybe were hesitant to buy but then did buy, or talking about how time is running out and it, you know, it won't take them a lot of time to sign up, but make sure they do by this date, all of those type of things can be in the messaging of this retargeting to just increase the chance of the lead actually finishing the action you want them to take which is buying so that's super important when you plan that now on that note i do want to say this your sales and retargeting i look at as icing on the cake to an already converting strategy this is very important because here is what people this is what people hear when i say this i go and speak about this um and every time people love the retargeting strategies because they're like, that's brilliant. Like I want to do an abandoned cart ad with a video. I'm going to do it right now. And that's great. These are brilliant strategies. We've literally had you know, ads that have spent $1,000 and made hundreds of $1,000 and even a million dollars from an abandoned cart ad because they're such a hot, hot audience. So they are amazing. But if the strategy you are retargeting to and the offer you're retargeting to is not already converting the retargeting will not make a difference here's where it's hard with retargeting because you think you need it if you are spending a thousand or a couple thousand dollars a month on facebook ads all of your budget really should go into getting people into the top of your funnel whatever that is if it's a product if it's a webinar an opt-in your budget should go there because you need as many leads as possible to go through the top of that funnel in order to convert them. Where people make a mistake is they spread that budget and they say, okay, I'm gonna spend $1,200 on my lead gen ads, I'm gonna spend $500 on my retargeting ads and a couple hundred dollars on my visibility and engagement. The visibility brand awareness ads are good. Top of funnel ads, I would take all the retargeting budget and put it in there because your audience is not going to be big enough. Let's say you spend $1,000, you pay $5 cost per lead. You don't have enough leads to even retarget yet. So don't worry and stress about having all this layered retargeting until you have a strategy that's converting. So make this a future goal. And the reason I say it's icing on the cake, because once you get your strategy to that level where you're able to spend more and get more volume in your funnel and you add in retargeting, you start getting more sales. You start really increasing the return on your ad spend as you maximize on that to the fullest potential. But if you're not getting enough people in the front end of the funnel, it's just not going to work. And it's, and it actually, in most cases, Facebook doesn't even spend the budget because you don't get enough people really in there if it's a couple hundred people that you can even target. Okay. So that's important. And I don't think enough people talk about that because. Retargeting ads are always one of those kind of sexy things that people are like so excited about and so they use it as promotion but I'm like wait a second though our foundation still has to be working we still have to be getting enough volume of people in use the email follow-ups and all of that but you may not need to focus on all of these granular retargeting ads if you only have a couple hundred people that you can target it with okay okay The next point, I have two more main points to make about how to maximize on this is the more specific you can get to objections, then the more effective your sales will be. So using things, I kind of touched on this, but I really want you to think through using things like testimonials or maybe it's a a private walkthrough of the behind the scenes of your course or your program or your Facebook group or an example of something that you're selling. Creating this real time FOMO for somebody that they haven't bought yet, but also nailing down any objection they might have, which usually objections are time, money, they don't think they can do it, you know, the confidence. So really you have to know your audience to know the biggest objections they have and then strategically use content, whether that's you in the content, it's testimonials in the content if you have them to knock down those objections don't just have general sales ads and be like go buy the product because it has you know six modules and two workbooks and it's great like that's not going to entice them you have to go deeper to that emotional connection where you are really knocking down those objections okay the final piece to maximizing your sales and retargeting is making sure that you track your sales conversion and take note anywhere someone falls off so What I want all of you to know is, are they falling off on the webinar? Are they maybe not even getting to the webinar? Are they falling off when they apply for your sales call and then they're not qualified leads? They're not getting approved. Are they falling off on the actual sales call? Are they falling off? They are getting to the sales page and the checkout page and then falling off for some reason. You need to know the stats of The look at it as a journey of of where that lead is going and all the steps they're taking, and when are they stopping? When are they dropping off, losing interest, forgetting, not pushing the needle, not pressing go? When is that happening? And then you can fix it. So it's very important to know your sales conversion, but then, even more than that, kind of know as much as you can the journey that that person is taking. So I want to point one thing out so I had um, in our Ignite course I answer sometimes personalized questions for people who turn in their um, pathway checklist like they're making progress in the course once a month we do like a shout out and if you put your screenshot I will give you a personal video answer to your question and somebody asked me a question recently where they wanted to know how to scale their ad spend um, or scale their profit up to 15k and they were splitting their budget through an opt-in and a webinar. And they had their tracker filled out. And so I was able to look at that. But one thing I told her to do was she had 24 sales. And I said, if you can, go into those sales and figure out, out of those 24 people, how many of them went to your opt-in and your webinar? How many of them just came from your webinar? Like, what was their student their path? I said student path. But what was their lead path? Like, Path to becoming a buyer. What content did they consume to then move to the next place and ultimately take action? We do the same thing. So, when we get an application, we manually go in and it's not that hard if you have the tagging set up. My VA goes in and she will look at the last place that they signed up for something. So, they signed up for our Hirsch Marketing Report, or one of our opt ins, or our automated webinar, or our podcast secret series. She'll put the avenue that they last came from and if they're cold or warm traffic. They're cold traffic, they were not on our list. Warm traffic, they've previously been on our list. This allows us to see what pathways are working the best. So her question to me, this student, was should I put all my money in my webinar or do I need to keep doing my opt-in retargeting those people to the webinar? I said, I don't know. Go look at those 24 people who bought from you and tell you answer that question with the the journey that they took are they going opt-in to webinar to sale if so yes keep doing that because that means they need that much nurturing to get to your offer are people coming you know are 70% plus of the people coming in from your webinar and they don't need the opt-in and then they're converting to your sale okay put your budget into your webinar so knowing that student pathway which sometimes doesn't just come I keep saying student pathway that lead pathway or that customer journey and the steps all of them are taking, it sometimes doesn't just come from even the numbers, it comes from actually going in and looking at the journey they took and the exact actions that they took all the way through. And looking in your back end at that, which isn't that hard, especially if you don't have, you know, thousands of people to look through, um, you can go through and do that research and you, you might learn a lot from that. So that's my last tip on maximizing your sales and retargeting. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today, guys. Now, I did talk about the all of those strategic retargeting ads. There's so many that you can get and get granular with it and strategic with it. And that's something that you should be really delegating, um, in my opinion, to somebody else. So if you would like support with that, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to see if you qualify to work with Team Hirsch and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at Underground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast,